This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Thanksgiving, a day to give thanks. It's Thursday, November 23rd, 2023. A mighty and happy Thanksgiving to anybody out there that's listening today, past, present, or future. We're time traveling. But where we are, it's Thanksgiving. Hello, Chris. Hello. How's that stuffing? And turkey leg. Love it. How about the cranberry sauce? What is your favorite part of a Thanksgiving meal? Getting together with, oh, the part of the meal? Yes, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The food part. I'm going to go with, uh, my nanny makes these little baby pecan pies. They're really, really good. good. Yes. Yeah. I am not a pumpkin pie guy, but those little pecan pies, they are delicious. Mm. What about you? I also am not the biggest fan of pumpkin pie. I'll eat it. It's mm. sweet, but. Yeah, yeah. I eat. I'm, a, I'm definitely more of a pecan pie, but I have my grandmother. She makes uh, the buttermilk pie. I think we talked about it last year. Yeah, actually. we did talk about the buttermilk pie. Uh, also called a chess pie, I believe. Never heard of that. Uh, I think it's the same. And uh, it's like a lemon, I don't know, custard, something like that. But it's yummy. Could you it's imagine? Got a caramelized like, top on it. Oh, so see, if you like caramel, that's. Well, very it's not good. caramel, but it's like sugar that's. Oh, it's been, caramelized. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, caramelized, it's a, Brian. A stiff. Caroline. <laughs> a stiff. <laughs> Top of, uh, of sugar. So. Well, welcome to another great day. The podcast designed to encourage you to get hungry about Thanksgiving foods. Yeah, yeah. Well, today's segment is actually a little bit different. Normally on Thursdays, we would do Born This Day, Dead This Day. But instead, because it's Thanksgiving, we're going to have the Thanksgiving Fun Fact Fiesta of Flavor and Friendship. And that will be on the test. So you will have to remember, <laughs> you will have to remember what I just said. Uh, here are some fun facts about we did fun facts about dirt yesterday. It's true. Now we're gonna do fun facts about Thanksgiving. Did you know, Chris, that President Abraham Lincoln was the president that declared Thanksgiving a national holiday? I may have known that, yeah. And as we've learned recently in this podcast, there's only two ways to make something an actual national holiday. That's right, yeah. It is an act of Congress or an executive order from El Presidente, so, which is Spanish for Abraham Lincoln. I'm El just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, some historians think that Thanksgiving wasn't actually celebrated in November, but it was actually in mid-October and that President Lincoln could have changed it because that's when they think the Mayflower may have landed um, in New England. It's also a harvest time. I feel like is October. It does feel more harvesty. Yeah, you start getting into later in the year, it gets less and less harvesty. Um, FDR, the president who served four terms, he uh, moved the, the holiday up a week because he thought it would help with the shopping season to increase spending and alleviate the effects of the Great Depression. Wow. Uh, yeah. So in 1941, he signed a bill making the fourth Thursday in November the official date for Thanksgiving nationwide. Do you have the date before, the Abraham Lincoln date? No, I don't have that. That would have been nice to have, I'm but sorry. I don't. Um, and I could probably look it up later if you guys want to find Audience, out. Audience, there are things that we don't know. I know. It's shocking to believe. Uh, and we continue learning every day. Yeah, we do. We, we get creative. We inspire conversation. We interact. And we also do some learning. Um, I would like for you to know, though, that before 
Um, they signed that bill. Some people were celebrating in the, in the United States for selling, celebrating Thanksgiving on one week. And some people were already signed up for the new week. And so you would Whoa, have different double, Thanksgivings going Thanksgivings. on different times. A um, few, few more things here. I'll, I'll finish up. Uh, the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in 1924 featured animals from the Central Park Zoo. So not just parades with floats and puppets and celebrities and bands, but also bears. What? Elephants. What? Camels. Like real life animals? Monkeys. Yeah, just wandering down the street. I'm, I'm, I'm 1924, so they would have had motorized vehicles, like trucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were on, like, in a cage on the back of a truck. I would assume that. I don't think they trusted those bears to just wander <laughs> around downtown. But, I mean, it'd be really fun. They if would steal was, your picnic basket. If there was, like, animal handlers who had... um like the monkeys, like on their arms or whatever. Or if they were riding them, that'd be kind of cool. I don't know if you could ride a monkey. Probably a gorilla. You could ride a gorilla. (laughs) I don't don't think that's a thing. Oh, here's another one. Ready? Thanksgiving leftovers led to the first ever TV dinner in the year 1953. So have you ever gone to the grocery store, which is where someone is listening right now? In fact, someone might be in the frozen food section of their local grocery store looking listening to another great Hungry day. Man Jack meal. They're looking at Hungry Man Jack, <laughs> Lean Cuisine. They're looking at Kid Cuisine with the little penguin on it. Remember that oh, one as a yeah. kid? Yeah. Well, those are called uh, TV dinners, or that's kind of what they're commonly known as. But anyways, Swanson, the food corporation, overestimated on how much turkey they thought they were going to have, and they had to get creative with 260 tons of leftover turkey. Whoa. So... They took 5,000 aluminum trays, an assembly line of hand packers. So people were doing this on their own and they created a Thanksgiving inspired meal with all that extra food, turkey, cornbread, gravy, peas, sweet potatoes. Uh, The entire thing was sold for less than a dollar, 98 cents. And in the first year of production, they sold 10 million of these TV dinners, thus creating an entire industry for frozen food in your grocery store. How about that? I had no idea. Think of the effect this had on the the entire uh, industry, because not only did they now have to have refrigerated trucks, more more refrigerated trucks, you had to have more refrigerated truck repairmen. Wait, what company was this? This was Swanson. The Swans Company? I don't know if it's the same as Schwann's. Schwann, like the truck that drives yeah, around? Yeah, That's different. Yeah, I think that's different. Okay, I think I those are two. Maybe they're, right. maybe they're cousins. Who knows? Maybe so. Like um, Aldi and Trader Joe's? Yeah. Like the or brothers? Brookshire's and Brookshire's Brothers. That's not the same? No. They're different? They're, they're, there's like a split. Oh. Yeah. So like East Grocery Texas, store talk. <laughs> grocery store drama on another great day. Well, I got one last one for you here. I just think it's really funny to think of... Uh, Pre, uh, not president Benjamin Franklin giving us a quote. It was very pro Turkey. He said, <laughs> I wish the bald Eagle had not been chosen as the representative of our country. His is a bird of bad moral character. <laughs> so Benjamin Franklin with some hot takes on <laughs> bald Eagles. What? Just when you thought it was safe to go back near the bald Eagles. <laughs> Anyhow, I, I've never heard that about Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Well, now you have. And uh, okay, that's it for fun fact fiesta of flavor and friendship concerning Thanksgiving. That'll bring <laughs> us to this day in history. All right. This is a total left turn into ancient history. Um, this is nothing to do with Thanksgiving, particularly unless you watch a movie on Thanksgiving because you wouldn't have movies 
if you didn't have 534 BC. What? That's way long ago. Way long ago. 500 years before Jesus. Oh my gosh. Something was brewing in Icaria. Icaria. (laughs) (laughs) In Greece, ancient Greece, Thespis of Icaria, like Icarus. Yes. Becomes the first recorded actor to play a character on stage. Wow. Now, they weren't recording him with a video camera, obviously. They were just writing it down, taking a note. So I imagine somebody had to set up this event of some sort. There was some kind of thing happening. They had notes of some kind. There was a person pretending to be other people on stage. This is the first time it was ever recorded. Fascinating. And Thespis is where we get the word thespian, which is what we call stage actors. Ah, yes, yes, yes. A thespian. Also, uh, there's one more thing here. Where was it? He's credited introducing the style which one singer, actor, perform. Oh, yeah. With masks. Oh, that's right. So this is the uh, Thespis apparently had these masks he would put on and be like, I'm the, the character A. I'm Joe. Yeah. And then he'd put on a different mask and say, I'm Francis. Right. And then they would... It was a one-man show, and he would be all the different characters. This is where we get the idea and symbolism of the masks that mean the uh, that kind of a theater thing. If you go to the theater, they'll often have a happy face and a sad face mask. Yeah, half and half, kind of combined into one or yeah. next to each other. Well, it's also like our boss levels, you know? Uh, Brawl the Troll, Trent the Wizard, Definition wait, Boy. Wait, wait. What not are you Trent the say? Wizard. Trent the Squid. Are you about to... Peel back the curtain on how we make the podcast. I think it's time we let the audience know. Are we? We are thespians. Are we pretending? <laughs> we are pretending. <laughs> We're pretending to be other people. I was a dog last week named Cletus <laughs> with well, a cell phone. <laughs> yes. I know you were a bird just very recently <laughs> from Albania. <laughs> That's right. We just pretend to be other things because we're silly. So shout out to the year 534 BC Thespis. We owe you. And we appreciate you, wherever you are. All right. Well, (laughs) today's question of the day is coming at you live and in living color from North Texas. And it's going to be, if you could change the beginning of a story or movie, what would you change and why? That's right. The beginning. Wow. Because we've done the end before. If you could change the beginning. Wow. That's this is a tough one. Because lots of stories and movies start off with a big story problem. Mm. Um, okay, I got one. All right, go for it. What you got? If I could change the beginning of The Fellowship of the Ring, Peter okay. Jackson's classic. <laughs> oh, no. First Lord of the Ring are movie. Gonna, are you going to expose the gigantic hole? I would spend a lot more time oh, okay. developing the history of how Sauron came to power. Okay. And I would have a much longer battle scene where he gets his finger. Something happens to it. I won't want to spoil the, it for everybody. <laughs> it's in the first five minutes. But I mean... It, the it, ring passes to another person. The, the book's been around for a long time, so you, you got to know. That's, how, that's what I would change, though. I would just go a little deeper oh. into that lore. So you wouldn't just have Gandalf call uh, an eagle and send the ring straight to the Mount Doom and no. call, call it off in no. the first five minutes. No, that'd be a pretty boring movie. It'd be like a commercial. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about you? What would you change? Oh, uh, I haven't thought about this. I should have thought about this. A movie. Um, all I can think about is 
uh, a really sad story on Finding Nemo Aww. at the beginning because they have a big problem and all the all the brothers and sisters are eaten by like a big fish or something like that. Yeah. It's really sad beginning. I would change it and no! say, no, it doesn't happen. Yay. <laughs> and it would be much happier. It's big, uh, a big clownfish family. The movie is just called Celebrating Nemo. <laughs> He, so, he never no got movie. lost. No more movies. <laughs> no, neither of our movies. They're all over. <laughs> well, that's the thing with all the movies. They set up a problem. Yeah, you have to have a problem to solve. Otherwise, and you're just watching, I don't know, daytime television. No, I've seen lots of these kids shows that are, there's no problem. They're just doing things. Like Blippy. Ugh. Or a better example, Dude Perfect. They're just doing fun stuff. Which, no isn't, problem. which isn't bad. No, it's great. Are you kidding me? Have you ever watched Dude Perfect? Um, I have, yeah. It's so they're fun. just... Well, New Perfect has a, an element of a problem. They want to do the, the crazy thing. And they got to figure out how to do it. got to figure out how to do it. You're right. But there are some shows that truly have no tension on purpose. So they want to be mindless. Somebody opening a present. Yes. <laughs> Eating a chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Well, you guys, I hope you had a good time discussing that wherever you are. If you could change the beginning of a story or a movie, what would you change? All right. Well, good talk today. Chris, let's go ahead and take it. To our friend, to the limit, Wes McFall. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Hey, Chris. Hey, why'd the golfer bring two pairs of pants? Casey got a hole in one. <laughs> Have another great day. That joke was on par for the course. We'll be right back. Oh, here we go. Dad jokes are over. Now it's time for the <laughs> word of wisdom. <laughs> I... I realize that the transition between the dad jokes is is fraught with sound. And no, I, I like it. I often have to stumble through it. It's very good because it's like you're leaving uh, a Pitbull concert and you're walking into <laughs> like an orchestra. It's just two very different environments to go from. It is, it is. But that's okay. All right, today's word of wisdom comes to us from Proverbs chapter 25, verses 21 and 22. All right, here's 21. If your enemies are hungry, give them food to eat. If they are thirsty, give them water to drink. You will heap burning coals of shame on their heads, and the Lord will reward you. Wow. Proverbs is sure interesting. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord will reward you. So you do the right thing. No matter what, you let the Lord sort it all out. No matter what. All right. Well, there's that music, and that means it's time to go on and get that. <laughs> our mission go, here. Go on, get out of here. Go, go on, on, get. Uh, our mission here on another great day is to encourage interaction, creativity, and conversation. Yeah. And if you do those and you like it, please podcast it. Yeah, podcast and, it. And social media it. Give it a zip, zows, a bang. <laughs> Three zips and two zangs. Our and- goal here is to beat the internet. We must beat the internet. <laughs> Someday we shall. But to do that, you have to keep coming back. And yep. most importantly, we hope you make it another great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Tune in for our segment, Dirt 2. <laughs> Dirt 2. Even dirtier. (laughs) Electric boogaloo. (laughs) Just kidding. We're done. See you tomorrow.